Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is episode four. Is it four? Four, yes, yeah, it's four. I'm currently pouring more Jimmy Havocs. Mm? So. Jimmy is mm. pouring more Havocs. Yeah, they, yeah, they are better. Over, right? They are the better. Over. Yeah, it's been in the year 2017. Yeah. 2018. Let's not take the piss. Um... <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's obviously a lot of warnings that there's going to be some drunken rams. I think we've been all right so far. We've got on some heavy stuff. We've been a bit offensive, but it's been quite... I think we've been mostly, mostly okay. But we're, but we're missing Susie's night. Nice. Susie will be here in a minute to truly judge how drunk we are. Mm-hmm. Um, are. We are brought to you on this episode by Sub Frantic Recording, which is um, Stephen Al... Is that Owen? Like, Owen. Ladies. Ailwin, oh, Ailwin, who's got a, a little one on the way, which is exciting. Um, it's better it's their sh- shared vision that Solid. made this unique space. It's fucking great, isn't it? It, it is good. If, this is, this is awesome. If you've got a podcast and you want to record a podcast with more than a couple of people, this is a great spot. I'll be honest with you, of all the podcasts we've done, this is the best place we've done it. It feels the best yeah. uh, location and recording. And you can the, kill someone on the grounds. <laughs> you're allowed. That was in this. The deciding factor for me yeah. that was the that it's was, encouraged. It's not just allowed. And when I was looking at their That's website, right, that was the it? best bit that it stated really good for disposing of bodies. Like um, Jim, oh, what's that one called? Sorry. This is Lacerated Sky. A lacerated uh, Sky. I mean, it's got it, the coolest it label. It looked really Jimmy Hammer. It, it fits what, my aesthetic. To be just honest, just like, to be clear, just before we start rock, Rolling, I insisted to Jimmy that he has one of these because it's got. It is called. It is called Lacerated Sky. It's an imperial red. I don't know what is from Black Iris Brewery. Even even the name's goth. I like this. This is great, isn't it? If if Tommy N was a drinker, I'm going to take a picture of this for later. He pretends to be. He's not. Anyway, (laughs) if it was, let's. I mean, um, at at Subfrantic Recordings is the Instagram, and there's Subfrantic Recordings on Facebook and so on and so forth, or just Subfrantic. Let's drop the music and start the podcast. This piece of fiction is the intro to destruction. This piece of fiction is the intro to destruction. This piece of fiction is the intro to destruction. This piece of fiction is the intro to destruction. There we are. We're on. Oh, sorry. We've started we're, the podcast. I'm pretty sure that. Thank you. Sorry, Susan. That a chunk of that intro was three or four conversations going on. Um, so hope you enjoyed that fucking shit. Um, oh, that's rude. That's now we're on the top of it. He's rude. He's Let's rude see person. how it fucking goes. What's everyone got to say? Can we cunts? do some? Can we do some nice top fives and stuff? Hang on. Let's quickly do some more. How how are we doing, Susie, on the alcohol and. It's telling me to please wait. Me and I think Jimmy that's what a please will tell me if um, I was trying to drive right now. Jim and Jason. <laughs> say, please wait. <laughs> I'm, re- I'm willing to uh, assume that you're still at yeah, zero. Yeah, I'm definitely at zero. Yeah, they're probably still at zero. Rather than getting right. it he wants, again. That's what he wants you. But... John, on, on Google, while we wait, um, yeah. can you look up uh, just secluded marshlands? Let's <laughs> <laughs> go out the door. Mate, I know Outside. loads. Mate, I live round here and I know loads. It's the same as the dogging places. Seriously, yeah. I need them out of the south of England, though, because I they are... Chock a block. We talked about the Profanosaurus earlier on. Um, when you bring dogging up, I think we have to bring up the term seagull in. What is uh, seagull you know in? Seagull in? I had to explain that the other day. Yeah, seagull in. Why? I don't want to know what it is. I want to know why Jason had to explain it. It started off with a kaki. Like, oh. 
It started I was like so many evenings. I want to party at Tron's place. Tron's line of witches started at Bukaki. Tron doesn't even drink and it started at Bukaki and, pre- and proceeded to be seagulling. Go ahead, my I friends. like his parties. It's yeah. gone. Yeah. Well, someone, had a, someone had a Christmas pudding and they said that. <laughs> what? <laughs> I did not Is this how they glazed it? <laughs> so they poured brandy over them. <laughs> and they set them on fire. <laughs> oh, and they glazed them with cum. So there's I guess. five men around. This tradition. <laughs> sorry, sorry, can, sorry. If carry you've on. never done the Christmas bukkake tradition, it's like everybody does it, surely. Well, the only thing I think of is you you soggy pudding. And you put them out with your cum. Is that not? Yeah, <laughs> it was just cut, it was just covered in cream, and it looked like bukkake, and then and then and then somehow it got seagulling, and then I had to explain. Seagulling. What was seagulling? Seagulling is when um uh, when you attend some dogging and you ejaculate on someone's windscreen. Again, Profanosaurus, thank you. Yes, I love it. We oh, own love it. Oh, what's your favourite? What's your favourite? Fictional sex move. <laughs> what do you mean what by is fictional? Science fictional sex. No ones that definitely didn't happen, and if they did, I what mean, like the one well, where well, we I fucked an alien, like the Barbarella on yeah. the flying sea. The, 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 the problem is, I think, if any sex move has ever been discussed to a public level, it's happened. As the you, fact that you were wearing those glasses is not helping you. Yeah, I've I've popped a pair of gingerbread man glasses. Houdini's my favourite one. What's a Houdini? You punch him in the stomach and they drown. So that's a really niche Houdini fact. My mum didn't like that one. I mean, I can contest otherwise. <laughs> what are you saying about my mum? She's a saint. A saint. Yeah. She is. Screw she just floated. <laughs> they all float down here. What, what, no, what ones are you thinking of specifically? Actually, I'm not going to talk about a Houdini. I'm just, I'm going to not talk about it. <laughs> okay, well, I'm keeping the glasses on for the rest of the thing. Just you so look you good know. in those. Is that Jimmy blowing the, the, the breath yeah, is. This is going to be. I love I'm, I'm excited. It's got uh, Chris to beat. What's oh, he's already time? well overtaken. Oh, good. I'm not over one. You're over one? Yeah, apparently, yeah. One, I'm um, 1.2. You had literally just taken a sip of beer, though. It doesn't matter. So, yeah, I think doesn't it matter. does. <laughs> I mean, you could take a blood test from it, it'll be higher. <laughs> 1.26. That's your score to beat, gentlemen. Yeah. Bear in mind that Pip is at 0.21 at the moment. Oh, really? It's let's look at the empty bottles around me yeah. compared to everyone else. I definitely am winning. You're winning, right? I mean, winning, winning is a... I like that you've treated this as a competition. <laughs> yeah. this is the exact That's what you told me opposite was. of what the breathalyzer should be. You said... <laughs> That's what you told me this was. I liked it when, as Susie was saying out... Oh, no, John was saying out you can read alcohol from the hair for longer and that just it totally explains why half of Jimmy's head is bald <laughs> that, that's the amount of He's tests dead. and checks that you've had you, you've filled it with the alcohol dead. this isn't a haircut this test is a result a, you test of a heroin that's, that's the worst <laughs> really Moorish <laughs> are we going to do 
What's on your list? Can we talk about why? Because Jason said if we're not going to do top five Christmas movies. Why not? Because right? Die Hard wins. So let's let's do Christmas movies. Can I quickly? No, Die Hard wins. Exactly. Yeah. Right. 100% really? Die Hard is the right answer. But let's hear Scrooge. the pathetic answer. Scrooge is good. Yeah, up there. It's in top five, 100%. Right. But it's not Die Hard. But let's hear all of them. Right. We all agree. What annoys me is people who go, oh, well, Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie because of, right? I get their arguments. Like, a Christmas movie needs to be something that is ostensibly Christmas, yeah. like, uh, but with Christmas as the driving force of the plot, okay? <coughs> Die Hard, Christmas is not the driving force of the plot. Like, you could set Die Hard at Thanksgiving and still be the same film, right? Mm. However, mm. you know, when you're doing the census in England, if enough people would put Jedi as their religion... Yeah. Jedi will then be officially recognised as mm. a religion. I did yeah. that. <laughs> Good lads. The fact that m- more people recognise Die Hard as a Christmas movie and then recognise Jedi as a religion means that whether the fuck you like it to be or not, <laughs> Die Hard is a fucking Christmas movie. Exactly. Right? Right. So exactly. fuck everyone else. Exactly. <laughs> No, exactly. Fuck them, Jimmy. No, because that's the only reason why Christmas... The reason why um, Pip's brother doesn't celebrate it is because it got overtaken by a religious holiday to something yeah. else. Well, so has Die Hard die overtaken your stupid fucking It is set a fucking Christmas. Right. There are Christmas cows in it. The, the overriding themes of Die Hard are a man trying to get back to his yeah. family for, for Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. It's and key. Yeah. It's key. There's, there's, so there's fuck loads, everyone else and fucking, fucking ho, ho, like ho, it. I have a machine. Yeah, ho, 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 that's how you said it, Christmas. It's key. Equally, I think an underrated Christmas movie is Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Mm, oh, oh Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is a fucking amazing Black movie. He's fucking wicked. He's as great, a director, he's, he's fucking great writer good. as well. And when, um, 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 is it, he's doing Predator, isn't he doing the next Predator? The next Predator, yeah. 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 It's got the line in when it says something like, um, when, a look up idiot, idiot in the dictionary. In the dictionary. What, like, what he said is like, is it no, dictionary? Is like, no, no, it's the definition of an idiot, which is what you fucking are. It's brilliant. It's fucking beautiful writing. Um, I'm going to put forward <laughs> a film called Blast of Silence as a Christmas movie. Of course you are. Is it just because you're massively is it all just hipster, pictures? So why is not? it still? Is it still movie in pictures? <laughs> no, no it's, 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 it's a suicide. black and white. And uh, yeah, yeah, someone's got a bit. Still wearing Did you, I mean, on a penny farthing. Two watches, a penny farthing. <laughs> you cunt. I mean, the the film that originally influenced Twelve Monkeys was very. It was stills, and then there's that movie. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's still Twelve Monkeys. Did you though, did it? It? No, sorry, a blast time. <laughs> January is a beautiful film about. It's from. 60s, I think, and it's about mm. a hitman. Well, it's the about, 1860s. Yeah, it's 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 essentially about a hitman at Christmas, and it's genuinely it's beautiful, it's amazing. I genuinely. That's not good though. Why do you want to be a hitman at Christmas? That's a sad thing. Why do you want to be stuck in the fucking Takamata Tower? What, what's it called? <coughs> Takahomi Tower at Christmas. It's, it's not ideal. Either. We're not making films about the ideal situation. No great films are like. Well, my mum and dad came round, and we had, oh, a, we had a lovely raw. We had a we had a bird in a bird in a bird. It was fucking lovely. <laughs> well, that, that uh, was, that's the that's the ending to a Christmas Carol. Right, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just take it out here, right, and just. Say, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just gonna say the greatest Christmas movie is a Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah, hundred percent done. Scrooge is better than Muppets Christmas. A Muppets Christmas Carol is fucking incredible. I watched. Right, I'm sorry. Can you do a sing along in the Prince Charles Cinema to Scrooge? No, you. Can't. No, you can do it to Muppet's Christmas Carol. Yeah, all right. 
Yeah, but Christmas that. isn't about being yeah. with everyone, well, is it? What about it's making about Definitely not, Chris. You're 100% right. I support <laughs> you on this. Thank you. I once um, did... I, I'm a fan of The Watchmen, the comic, and I also mm. enjoyed the film. One of the few people who the enjoyed Watchmen's it. I love the film as well. I love one, the film. Yeah. <laughs> one Christmas, I did a live stream um, of me watching The Watchmen as who watches who? The Watchmen. <laughs> <laughs> or who, who watches me watching The Watchmen. And... More than 30 people on Christmas Day watched me watching The Watchmen, <laughs> which I think it was a piece of art. Um, and yeah, we had a lovely time. I never knew that. That's fucking incredible. That's completely true. I went round with mum, I had a lovely Christmas, then went back to my flat. I was on my own. I just split up with my, my missus earlier how, that how year. How long ago was this? This was four or five years ago. I'm going to try that again at some point. Who, yeah. who, I'm going to get a better viewership. Do it, do it. Try and beat me. Who watches me... How? Unless you can find the video of him doing How it. How about? You can watch him watch, watching, watch him that video watching the Watchmen. I'd like to see if we can get a good viewership for who watches me and Jimmy watching the Watchmen. I'd be willing. Mate, we, get, we would get a good year, view. We'll do we'll it. We'll do it right. Do a video of you <coughs> on Gogglebox watching the Watchmen oh, right. being watched by people. I, I watched it. Like, the whole thing was that I didn't have the screen in shot so you could hear the film but only see me. I and the most awkward bit is the sex seen in this, the the flying ship yeah, type thing as I'm just sitting there like mm. <laughs> I think, I think I like, people are watching me watching a sex scene just sitting there waiting to understand uh, just he's only just discovered it you might as well give it a go Ian, Ian Malcolm <laughs> raised an amazing point in Jurassic Park is this wanky what, like, like, right? Like, I did it give oh, it a I like this it's enjoyable this one you guys are so preoccupied go on your little story about Jurassic Park Go on. You're Sorry. so preoccupied over whether or not you could. You haven't thought about whether or not you should. Right. He, he, he realised he could wank, and I agree that he should. <laughs> <laughs> he should. And now, Jimmy's going to wank me while we watch the watch. Hey. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm, I'm watching And you're that. welcome to watch. Uh, what, what, how many dollars is that? <laughs> but he's going yeah. to give, give Pip some of his painkillers first for when he had his knee surgery. No, I don't. No, it will take too long. I'm not. I, I don't think I'm good at wanking myself. You know what? Once, once. Um, Your own um, biggest critic, Jimmy. In my little, in 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 my house, I've got a little thing Penis? where I put my a wallet and my keys. Fresh, fresh and in there is also one strong pill that will knock me out that Joe Gilgan gave me. Um, when called? I was telling him about ins- insomnia, he was like, I take these, they fucking knock you out for 12 hours. It's fucking great. I, d- I have no idea. I've never taken it. He said, just take our first. And he gave me a couple. Can we do a say why to drugs on that? Like, you knock yourself out. And what is this drug? Kind of do a say why to drugs on the mystery pill in your house. <laughs> Susie, me and a documentary company are discussing and pre- preparing something that we discussed on the Hallucinogenic oh, episode. Oh, brilliant. I know what you're going to say. Say to Drugs. And we're looking into if we could do it for Netflix as a, as a documentary. Can I please can be I, Can advisor? I be a part of it? 100%. But it's exciting. It's essentially a hallucinogenic test <coughs> that hasn't been done before. I've never anyway, tried hallucinogenics before in my life, so I'd happily be part of genuinely, that a control, control group. Genuinely my favourite drug. I don't do any drugs, but... but but, but acid is the most I've had fun. I've never and tried it. second most I've had fun is mushrooms. Do you know why I've really never tried? Because my imagination, I think, is so vivid when I'm not in anything. I've yeah. been terrified of doing anything like that because I've... No, but then, but then it's, not the, it's, not, it's not your imagination is the problem there, Jimmy. It's the expectation of fear. Because, yeah, that, that's... Yeah. Because that, that is... 
the problem with any kind of hallucinogenics. It's not um, the magnification. Well, it is the magnification. Right, what you, so what you've gone what back on what you just said. Sorry, sorry, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're kind of like, I've got a fantastical imagination. Yeah. That could be amazing. Yeah, it could be so, good. But, but the fact but the that same you time, it could it be with, horrendous. With, I, I, oh my God, it could turn out with. Um, I'm a pessimist thing. That's above anything. I think hallucinogenics are a real expose of what you really think rather than what you And that's get. what I worry yeah. And it's why it worries yeah, me a tiny so. bit because at the time that we were doing acids, I'm talking to you, Chris, um, <laughs> um, I, I, I was, I'd read a lot of, of, of Timothy Leary and I yeah. truly believe that a bad trip is simply your subconscious panicking that the reality that you're observing isn't I've read the same right. as the reality. That's what and, and, and I completely believe that there's nothing to say that the reality you see on... LSD is any different from the reality you see in real life. It's just how your mind is interpreted a, a light reflection on stuff. Um, I may have stumbled over a few of them no, words, no, but no, I'm no, drunk and I've got yeah. a stutter, so go fuck yourselves. Mm. Um, <laughs> well, 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 right, we never... But, but, I'll give you a break on me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that was it. And, and I worry now that a little bit of me genuinely isn't as much of a hippie as I was then. <laughs> so maybe I don't quite believe everything I believe then, and therefore I'm open. And it's, 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 it's a reflective. Um, the last gig that me and Dan Lassac did was our biggest crowd, our most successful album. That's when I stopped. What gigging. gig was that? It was at Festival, and we had 10,000 people singing. We announced it. Uh, was that when, when you kept swearing? Was, no, that was at Camp Festival. That oh, was, yeah. that That's was, when I came to watch there's officially signs at Camp Festival because me and Dan played the first one and we got there late and we rushed on stage and I'm like, so fucking great to be here. It's fucking amazing. Fucking, I can't believe it. It's fucking great. And they literally put signs up saying, this is a family festival. Can you not swear so much? So now they're, they're permanently there because of my foul Essex mouth. But, um, You're but, not very sweary. Normally. But that was it. With, with a Camp Festival, or, or with Festival, sorry, we went out on the biggest crowd I've ever had that knew every word. And with Acid... I've never had a bad trip. And my brother has had bad trips that have damaged him. My mate Eric has had bad trips that have damaged him. So I've kind of, I'm, I'm one for tapping out, for, for quitting when I'm ahead. Yeah, for sure. Stupid as it'll sound, I'm up on scratch cards. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, too, in my life, I'm up on scratch cards. I maybe, I maybe get a scratch cards once or twice a year. I'm up. I want eight, all right. I want and I, and I'm good at a scratch card once. Oh, yeah. And I bought my first ever massive black leather jacket. Nice. Sick. Sick. And uh, yeah, I didn't gamble ever since. When they first come out. Not scratch cards. Anymore. I'm good at that though. It's, 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 it's what, again, this is a callback yeah. now, but uh, from you and your relationship with alcohol, you drink a lot, but I don't think it's an addictive thing no, uh, with you because you've not got an addictive personality. It's, it's, it's the same with me. I can get hammered now, but I've not got an addictive personality. No, you don't. And similarly with scratch cards, I can win and then go, cool, I'm up. See, I'll I can't, that. I can't go into a casino because if I win in a casino, my brain will go, well, that's, that's the route out to have money for the rest I, of the life. Jim, do you know, I've seen win. people win loads of money. I've, been I've, 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 I've seen people roll up into my life. house with 40, 50 grand in, in, in uh, readies. Mm. And then um, they won't disclose their... I've been in casinos three times in my whole life. The first time I went up 30 quid. The second time I was up 200 quid. The third time I was up 200 quid. I've never been back. No. But then that's amazing because you can do that. I've seen... seen Because I never think I'd win. I've seen people do that. I've seen people go in and uh, the first time I went to um, Vegas, my friend here... um, on uh, on Millet, he he always bets on Black Twenty One 
I saw him hit black 21, the second roll of the table that he put money down on, which was $40. So that's 35 to 1, $40. That's kind of quite a lot of money. He put all of it back on black 21. It landed back on black 21. There's no, that's not bullshit. Mm. I watched it happen. He earned thousands immediately. My uh, my grand died a few years ago, and I got about ninety grand. Right, and my first thought was, I'm gonna go and hold it at Vegas, <laughs> and I'm gonna <laughs> put, put I'm gonna put fifty grand on red and see what happens. Yeah, and all my loved ones took me out of it, which well, I'm very glad about it. But amazing. at the same time, what if I won? Yeah, <laughs> what if I? But but money, like when you see that, when you see like, so my friend who'd done that, I mean, he's won. Other times when he's won crazy money, I've watched him win it. They, it's so probability. The probability odds on things like roulette. That I mean, obviously it's thirty-five to thirty-seven to one, depending on what you're playing. But because that ball is getting spun every minute, that is fucking but, but massive. If even though, if it's even those numbers you just spoke about, right? Mm. If I ever d- gambled. Those numbers do not play a fucking thing in my head. I just go, I'm going to put 20 quid in this. If I win something wicked, if I don't... Because you're a human I, being, that's I, how I, they make money, right? I did a film recently with, with Abashi, and one yeah. of the things that we were talking about was exactly that, is if you go to a casino, go with an amount of money that is you, worth your night just, out yeah. and enjoyment. Mm-hmm. I'm, so like, I'm, that's I'm, my dad does. I'm spending t- a 200 quid on a night out with my mates. If I come home with nothing, I've had a night out with my mates. If I come, that's the best if I come out with place. X amount, then that's great. That's have, a bonus. Have There's a Jim Jeffries joke about that. Have a bad time. There, uh... Jim Jeffries basically goes like, if you've ever parted, right, the only place you're ever partying in your whole life is in Vegas. <laughs> and there's blokes who wake up a morning after partying and goes, oh, fuck, I've partied so hard, I spent $2,000. <laughs> you know, there's girls on the same night I wake up and they go, fuck... I've partied so hard, I made $2,000. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's fucking brilliant. That's how you party. <laughs> Can I take us off on a fucking disgusting tangent? Is it about Charles? Am I going to masturbate? Yes. Okay. Upon my request. Yeah. Um, no, 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 it's, it's, it's the thing, it's exactly as you, as you were saying, there, if someone are winning twice on 21, mm-hmm. and it's the, it's, it's, it's the world of a when is enough sure. enough, and we don't have that anymore. Well, well, we don't we have don't enough have being enough. Yeah, but we always was... want to just grow more and more. And one of the examples I've got, which is only relevant to us three, Stu and Chris, is the Dartford Crossing. Well, I live in Dartford, so I'm aware of Well, the there Dartford you go, the Dartford uh, Crossing. And this is the thing... Just remind me, I need to pay the Dartford Crossing. I don't, I don't know how I'm going to gamble on that, but go on. But that's the big thing. It, like, it's, it's something my brother was talking about, which Stu and Chris will know, is more intelligent than all of us and more boring and just will have all this. But it's, he's currently up for a couple of fires on the Dartford crossing but it's a fucked up thing that we just accept that the whole of society just wants to make more money the Dartford crossing previously if you go across it you've got to pay if you don't pay you can't go across it that's how it was that's yeah. how it was it was yeah, yeah, yeah. now it's on cameras if you don't pay and there's a certain amount of time then they can fine you up to 140 quid. Yeah, totally. Right. Right. And it's fucked right. up. It's, yeah, that's the, purely the a con. That's a, the it was, it's got right? it's now. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm going to go to Chris and then to... It's fucking to, annoying. Sorry, go on. Crossing. But the fact <laughs> is... We'll need to shoot someone. <laughs> the fact is, previously, you could only go across if you paid, and that's fine, that's fair. You're making your money yeah. for well, people no, crossing no, it's it. Not fair. Well, now, 
You can go it's across credit. and not pay and therefore get a fine. That was never an option before. No. And the <laughs> only way it would ever happen is as an error. As no an one's error. a criminal. No one's ever going, no. I'm going to fucking go across and not pay two quid. Mate. But instead, pay 140 Mate, listen, quid because it's 70 listen. quid and then a fine. And that's the fucked up thing of our society that it's now, it's like, what you want to charge, and again, you can get into the semantics of the fact that when they built the crossing, they, they said in 2000 and... Once it's paid off, they're making it free. Once they're paid off, they're going to make it free. That's the problem. Sold it to a French company. The same as the Seven Bridge. The same as the Seven Bridge. But it's fucked up. It's fucked up that it's. It's so fucked up. I would be fine with them forever charging a certain fee because that's how much it costs to go across. But quid. Now, quid forever. It's not criminal. Hang on. Hang on. It's not criminal to not pay. Because if you've not paid, it's an error. Because the fact is, you can pay two quid or pay seventy quid for a fine. It's right, an error. I've had three fucking letters this week. Where yeah, it's, right. It's not so, an error. Right. I've not paid a fucking parking. Wait, fine Jimmy. Right, wait. Right. That error of me not paying their parking fines amounted to fucking two hundred and forty quid. Right. right. It's a it's, fucked up part of our society. Jimmy, I've, I've now got. I've now. I never had a problem at stopping a barrier and some cunt saying it's a pound, please, because. I'm not going to I'll put a bogey food. on the underside of a pound coin because I'm a weirdo. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, this has left me a pound before I said, give me a minute. <laughs> right? But at the same give time, me, yeah, yeah. Let me, let, me, uh, let me whip up a pound coin for you. And I'd mould it and we'd put it in the fridge in my car. I mean, it took about. They'd give them a jizz, a jizz, a jizz pound coin. Up the time anyway, I get confused. Stop making Sorry, the I think charges. what we're talking about is the fact now I can drive through it and I am horrendously bad with my memory. So, it's only with my new car, with my new car, with my new car, it's no crime, it's an error. No, wait, wait, I an account. Jimmy, I said an account. So I did. I've got Bring a table in there, I can flip. I set up an account. I set up an account. I set up an account with my new car. Those cunts have sent me a fucking letter about it. Well, you, you haven't fucked paid... your account up then? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but, Jimmy, it's not because I'm a bastard. It's because I got it wrong. Oh, and they're like, oh, give me your fucking house about it. I don't it. believe in fines yeah. for fucking errors. Jesus that's, that's the That's the... The 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 summer right, in of this you. situation. Right, Don't, thank you. Finding for errors is bullshit. Yeah. And the right. fact is, we've got into this habit of assuming there's a crime. We've now built a situation where there cannot be a crime. No yeah. criminal would go, I'm gonna get off of this two quid and pay seventy quid instead. You would pay the two quid. <laughs> that's insane. that's how it works. It's only ever an error that someone could do that. No punishment. Exactly. It's 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 developed for that and it's the same thing as a PCN's in London. Which I ran up two I grand. Think, I think anywhere around it is we all just get rocket launchers and just kill everyone. I am fucking hundred percent on that, and that might sound a little bit extreme, but well, we've solved it. All I'm <laughs> saying is, <laughs> oh, Ed, come on, guys, everyone in. Oh, yeah, right. I'm on board. Don't be yeah, in the down the system. We're doing a fist down the system. Don't be up for it if you don't want to kill people. But I'm just saying, I'll kill people. I'm, I'm willing to make that sacrifice. It does go into our when is enough is enough, and we've got that hugely in our society now that. Celebrity and and, and 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 money and fame. It's always we need to make more and more and more and more, and it's fucking bullshit. It's, we've not got enough anymore. It's always no, but it's always been that way. They've just got better at channeling that. that that's what's made us. That's but the but weird I, thing I is that's what has made us successful. It's not, as a, it's as not a, a race. fine for 
It's a fine being for bad. a mistake, It's mate. fine for it's just a fucking for a mistake. up. Anyway, anyway, just quickly, top five episodes of the podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah. If my if Still my one is on his, I want to kick off massively. Spoiler alert, you're on there oh. twice. Oh, sweet. Um, okay, cool. Stu and Chris, I'm going to start for Hardcore List, and I'm going to give the five, because when I tried to do it with Jason, we got hung up on every other <laughs> episode and never finished it. Um, number one is is Russell Lissack on his best guitarists. Now, you said it's going to be him. I've left me off, because I'm fucking humble as fuck. Right. <laughs> um, we, we've heard you talk to <laughs> And number two is Gail Porter celebrity interviews. Number three is Brett Goldstein worst slash weirdest gigs. Number four is Brett Pickett Trilby wearers. And number five is to- uh, Brad Tony Rod. Pickett, Tony Rod. What the fuck? Wears. I'm not happy. Sweet. About this. <laughs> Tony Rod sweets. I'm you struggling haven't had long words. enough, though, Susie. Right. They were the first five. No, no, don't worry. Right. They do. They I do know, come. I oh, I was, uh, genuinely, how weirdly is I've, I? I looked at my top five and noticed it's mainly men or top ten, and it's why next year, just as an experiment, most of the first, or in the first month, I've got no white men. So there may be some men, but there's no, oh, I'm, because the Weirden podcasting world, it's very white man heavy, and it's going to be the same in our social circles. Look, there's, there's, I mean, there's a lot of white men in this Seven room. white men here <laughs> and one white a woman, but that's how mm. our social oh circles Oh my God, are. how many, how many, how many... Oh, there's a lot of white dudes in here, man. But look, it's, <laughs> right. it's a weird, it's a weird, like, that's but, it's weird, that. because, because, like, the, you, you fight against the fact that that might be where you come from. I wonder how many people in Japanese culture are going, right, I need to get more fucking Basilian people in here, because Yo, Basilian, I don't oppressed. A legit, I think it's just fascinating. Well, that they should be. As, as exactly <laughs> as you've said, Stu, they're the earliest ones. And the beauty of the podcasts is... <laughs> podcasts. A very punctual. They've never got on a train, though. <laughs> <laughs> they as you said, Stu, they're, they're the earliest, and that can influence... Because the beauty of podcasts is they're listened to for the rest of the year. That's yeah, kind of yeah, cool yeah. about it. So it's why I've made a conscious choice to see if that influences things in my podcast. Yeah, okay. That in the new year, I've got Elena Heady, who was in Game of Thrones and in yeah, Dread. Amazing. Which you and me fucking yeah. love. Yeah. Talk about Dread. I love amazing. Dread Dread is one of my favourite fucking Yeah, fucking right answer, We get into it on the cinematography, Good. 3D mm. cinematography. I've got Paloma Faith and I've got Gus Khan and I've yeah. got hopefully Zoe Ashton in the new year and Richard Ayoade and some really cool people. Oh, really? That nice. happened. They've all agreed. I'd, I'd, I'd rarely announce them before they're actually recorded, but... Well, don't tipsy. talk about it now. I'm a little bit tipsy. Oh, I hope you get Richard A and A because he was in Dark Place. Or well, Lane is amazing. You. I've recorded that one. It's oh, a really good podcast. I'm looking forward to listening to that. It's fucking great. It's going to be the first one after us. Oh my god. It's one of the best. But just on 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 your best ones of the year. Obviously, it's your first year of podcasting, and it's been. They've been absolutely How many have you had so far? You've been smashing it. Like like listeners. Well, I feel about three hundred fifty thousand. It's three hundred fifty thousand, which That's is insane. Good, it's, it? it's fucking nuts. And, and for I'm, me, I'm the more break... than welcome to be a guest if you ever need anyone. Jimmy, I tell you what, mate, it's it's it's, it's done. It's done and dusty, mate. The... We've got so many top fives that you said today that I just want to hear the, be... your top the thing that gets me I mean... with hardcore listening is ninety percent of their episodes have been in the whiffing, mm. which is. The I've heard about that, I really want to. So the fact that Ed Ryan, star of Deadpool, yeah. and just so many different people have been in. Oh, Brett Goldstein was was one of my favourite episodes. Um, my favourite. His his 
a weirdest slash worst a comedy gigs. It's good dude, bro. It's it fucking, amazing. it'll blow your mind, Jimmy. If you're not heard <laughs> yeah, it's it. It's so funny. Some of the gigs he's done have been absolutely amazing. The LA yeah. one was just incredible. Just in that guy's, in that guy's living room. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's strange about It's Brett. fucking he's, great. He's my, one of my favourite comedians is Anthony Jeselnik. He's one yep. of our yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, shared yeah, yeah. comedians. I listen to his so... my thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers. But oh, Shakespeare, Shakespeare is even better. I've listened to my, one of my regular Late night driving things is listening yeah. to stand up comedy on like uh, Spotify and stuff. Just next, uh, Shakespeare, uh, Caligula, Caligula's and Prayers. Yeah. Fucking, fucking brilliant. They're, 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 like, the he's, the most annoyed I've been uh, li- uh, listening to a podcast is when Jordan was on uh, picking a top five comedians and Chris said, I like Jesnick. Can't remember how I got into him. I think it might have been Pip. It was definitely Pip. I fucking introduced you to Jezelnik. I'm sitting there like, fucking hell. No, man, yeah. thinking about it, it was definitely my other mate. <laughs> <laughs> but Brett is a great episode, and uh, a Brad Pitt, a Pickett, although I'm an MMA fan. Brad Pitt? Wow. No, Brad, Brad Pickett. Pickett. That's I a just, huge, that's a huge was he, what, You get that one quiet. He picked his top... A trilby wearer. No, no, but what number? Like, no, that was great. I didn't make notes of the numbers, you fucking prick. Is your podcast? I like Mark Morris. That was a really good yeah. episode. Yeah, I, so think, I, think, Mark, I think I think Mark, Mark Morris and Return of the Max. Yeah, Return of the Max. <laughs> 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 Whatever favourite Max is taken back because they didn't fit. <laughs> once, uh, he wants he wants because he's from Leicester Thanks, and he mate. once came out at Filbert Street to do um, like the halftime draw. <laughs> And everyone hated him. And he came out in a white stretch limo. He drove out onto the side of the pitch in a white stretch limo, got out in a white tuxedo with an entourage of about 200 people, and people just threw pies at him. Because yeah, it was half time. It was fucking tremendous. I, well, yeah. like, I remember when Peter Andre showed up at Zero's in South End and we were flicking cigarettes at him. And he had his like, perfect six pack out. And we were like three foot away. Just Everyone was just putting bags out on him. So racist. Um, I, I gave Susie a virtual high five there for just the image of Mark Morrison returning to Max at <laughs> different shops. Just his top five Maxies returns. Just him in Dun and Co. <laughs> Are we talking yeah. about like Big Max or like iMax or like just any Max? Yeah, I like a Ray Max. Ray Max. Max. There's several Max he could return. Yeah. Just good. Um, that's a good. That's a good top five. So podcast, I mean, just there was a lot on that list, but a Tony. A rod on sweets yeah. was a great one, the top five sweets. And Tony Rod was someone, in all honesty, I listened to him and thought, I wouldn't want to spend a whole night with him. Yeah. Um, he, like, he's a very intense, so that's not an insult, yeah. but he's, he's a very... Top five sweets. Sweets, S-W-E-E-T-S. Yes. S-U-I-T. Three P's. Top five three piece sweets. Um, or, or hotel sweets. DFI. Or hotel sweets. When Jimmy's on, he has to do his top five sweets. <laughs> I had this corner unit. Yeah. Brown leather. I think what was quite nice was rotating. Um, <laughs> at the beginning of the Frank Bruno episode. Chris I had Wren. Frank Bruno on their fucking podcast. Wren, I mentioned um, that. Yeah, well, they're, they're better <laughs> yeah. than you. Just yeah, I let, know. Let go. I've just it's got right. Jimmy Abbott. Right. Chris <laughs> went, um, well, you're better than them. Shut up. What do you think? Yeah, you just went, oh, Frank, yeah, like, you, you, you look great today. You made the effort. You were in a free suite. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I was a little nervous. Uh, <laughs> you're looking wonderfully upholstered there, my friend. I thought that was a good episode, though, and what John... I can't remember if I emailed John or not, but I don't think I did on this one, but when John did the little video of of when Frank's saying, look, I'm just human. Yeah. If you kick me under the table, it hurts. And I just loved that as a quote because I was literally just thinking, please, someone kick him. Please, <laughs> <laughs> you or Chris, you know what, though, like, give him a little kick under the table. <laughs> I've, never, I've never experienced, it sounds hippie, I've never experienced a force of nature, right? Yeah. And, and you, uh, you, he's going to fucking feel you, one soon. You know right? Chris, like. <laughs> and, uh, and when we said to him, like, when you're having your hands wrapped... And you know that, like, the whole of the UK is, is at home at 3 o'clock Mate, in the morning. him fighting for the fucking world title. Against, arguably, at that point, the most ferocious man on the yeah. planet. Like, and, I, and he was sitting here and I said, like, you know, explain, like, how you was dealing with that pressure and what was going through your mind. And he literally just went, I just wanted to fucking hurt him. And he leant <laughs> over the table and he just fucking changed, didn't he? Yeah, I watched your arse go on. And, like... <laughs> And so, I'm, like, literally, as he leant over, he just kind of felt the... Fo- I sort of sat back, and I was like, man, that was... OK, cool, yeah, that's yeah. a good answer. Cheers. Cheers. And what's interesting, and I've not realised, is that Frank came up with Cass and a lot of the fucking yeah. rough hooligans of, of that of, of South London yeah, and that yeah, kind of, of area. Course. But then West, you, you, East get London, that, <coughs> you get that immediately when you meet Frank. That's what was great hearing it from you guys because in my mind it's Frank Bruner just doing his funny laugh and all that. Before we recorded that, before we recorded when we got there he'd been doing press all day and he, from like 8 o'clock in the morning he'd done fucking Lorraine and Lucy and all that stuff and he'd been sitting in the studio all day just answering I don't know like questions to whoever was interviewing him, and as soon as we got in there, he was like, Where are you from? It's like Essex. And he's like, What'd you do? I said, I'm a club promoter. And he went, Do you know blah blah blah? And I went, Yeah. And he said, Do you know blah blah blah? I was like, Yeah, of course I do. Mm-hmm. Then he just went out of media mode, didn't he? And he just relaxed. And like, Yeah, but he also denied, like, like Frank went, Do you know so and so, so and so, so and so? You went, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went, I don't know none of those. Just <laughs> <laughs> keeping off the books. You know, I don't know none of those guys. We were like, I think you do. That was the bit that surprised me. He said, kind of talking to you guys off the podcast, off the, off the record, because that's not the image I ever had of, of Frank Bruno. Totally. But again, if you're going to be fucking a world champion heavyweight a boxer, you're going to be a bit... I don't necessarily a bit, a bit think lively. that's the truth, but I think that's the truth for Frank. No, and I really what, didn't. Why I fight, what I fight, what I fight... <laughs> you're accusing me of knowing and, what, and covering what, it up because I'm Millwall. What, what I find is... <laughs> what I find is I had no idea. Or meeting someone uh, at that level, like they may do with yourself, mm-hmm. right, is that... You, Again, bear uh, in mind media, I'm The media conjure these things, these <laughs> pictures, and then you meet people... And then just human beings. Yeah. And uh, Frank was a as, was a nice guy. He looked fucking like a guy who was a bit lumpy. You wouldn't mess with him. But he wasn't just I a would. people's champion. <laughs> You'd be a good weapon, though. Be. No, no. I, I, I'd sneak up on him from behind. Yeah. Because I, I couldn't win a fight, like, full on. But I'd never start a fight like that. No, no, exactly. <laughs> I'd make sure their back was turned. I'd always said, if I ever got on a plane, like there was a point where we were touring a lot and getting a lot of flights, like if Tyson was ever on this plane and he fell asleep, I'd fucking lump Yeah. <laughs> just, just to be able to say, I fucking smacked, I Mike, smacked Tyson, right? Mike Tyson. And I got yeah. a flight once with Scott Steiner and I was like, where you is he? You should have done it. <laughs> I was genuinely, I was like... 
It's my moment. It's my moment to fucking love him. Have you seen his exercise uh, instructional exercise well, he video? Women. He just basically lifts women. Sweet. <laughs> Good exercise. Like Richard Branson. I'm on board. Photo of Richard Branson, he's always holding a lady. Really? <laughs> <laughs> He's women up. Well, yeah, Susie, what do you think about Richard Branson in terms he's a of... Kind. Do you think he's a philanthropist or an idiot? A what? Can I give a little... No, 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 what he said, yeah. Can I give a little pause for consideration here that Richard Branson has supported? <laughs> I was going to say, I'm, I'm absolutely UK, not. Yeah, 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 Jason reading a lot here, so. Yeah. I saw him on. But on, on at the same time, he supported that. He also was a hindrance to a lot of fucking good things in this entire country. Can I just give a. Just, 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 just a point on, on Russell Howard's. The, the Russell Howard hour, he had Richard Branson on and he called him out on the privatisation of the NHS. What did Branson like, say? It's, it's really good. And Branson was like, look. Fucking, this is I'm drunk. <laughs> Who's the who was the prime minister? Brown, Gordon, Gordon Brown. Brown. He said, yeah. he said, Brown Text hit me up. Like he said, fucking Brown hit me up. You know what I mean? And he said, um, they, we, I wanted to put together a service that could provide for everyone. And the fact that would is, make again, him money. That oh, he refused to say. Not necessarily that. Um, yeah, but I, he's not going to say that, is he? No, but I, I had Dale Vince on the podcast who runs Ecotricity who is, is, is the biggest... The owner green... of Forest Green Rovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forest Green Rovers and, and, and does um, the the biggest green electric electricity country, electric and gas country, company. Company? Country? You fucking don't come. <laughs> company in the UK. And he said that when he was trying to run it as a charity, he got nowhere. And when he started to run it as a business, he got everywhere. Because the fact is, when... Um, mo- m- money is pushing stuff. As Susie will know from science and from when money is behind something, <laughs> science goes fucking through the roof. It, it, it runs out of control. Whereas if it's purely for charity or betterment, it fucking slows down hugely. And as soon as he made ecotricity a con- company, not a country, <laughs> not a, a country called ecotricity or a cunt, um, it it went over the roof. And I, I I think that's an interesting one of of, of Branson. I think there's a lot wrong with Branson. I'm not saying he's a saint, but I think he's done a lot where... He, he is essentially a silly hippie with a lot of money, and that's a good thing. I totally agree. But what I don't agree... Fucking hell. Chris just woke up. No, Sit no, back, no. ladies and gentlemen. I, it's not that. It's the fact that when you say that and he's put money into you, right, is that you have to shut down on it and you, no, you don't want to say it. can put money I think, into no, if, things, To be honest with you, you should be open up. about that yeah. because... I think that they are huge things that uh, in the last uh, 20 years, the last 20 years, we're not doing very well. And and I, and I that's not uh, an insult to anyone who's been... Are you talking as a country or as a... As a human being. Well, no, let's not talk about any of those. He's not a human being. I love that. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking sick <laughs> to death of the breaking the... up of countries and dividement. We're fucking right. all the same people. I completely... We are. So it's so easy to do all that, and I understand that. That's not a criticism, because no, that's just I'm on, I'm weakness in humanity, right? Or just being a person, that, that, that pressure. But we need to be more forthcoming with it, and I like companies who... Welcome the criticism. Yeah. Because we can't be perfect. The, there's no... There's the no, thing is, the video that was shared on Facebook, I say, like, uh, the, the, this woman in America who was angry at, like, little girls dressing as Moana. Mm. Because she thought it was, like, cult- cultural appropriation or whatever. Mm. 
How do you feel like a five-year-old dressing as a Disney character is cultural appropriation? That's a bad thing for the it's world. Fucked up, yeah. That's not, is it? Is that no. me wrong? Like, no, I not. agree. If 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 cultural appropriation can stop a white people having dreadlocks, I'm all for it. Cool, but but if it's stopping, but if it's stopping, the whole of Bristol has just stopped and gone. What? Motherfucker! <laughs> but if it's stopping young kids dressing as if it's five-year-olds dressing as a, a Disney character they love, yeah, I surely that agree. surely that is about integrating all cultures into. Everyone, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah like, totally. the, the whole point of racism is like we're all different and it's shit. Well, the whole point of like what we wanted to be together. I had, I had, wanted to like had, be normalised. So I had McHennett on the podcast, and this again, this is hard to talk about as a drunk person. But um, yeah, she, know, she, should, she's yeah. a great journalist I, I who's, who's, who's met very drunk. heads of you ISIS and Thanks heads of Al Qaeda and all sorts. And oh god, this is getting deep. Now, one of the great things I took from her was her saying. Cultural fucking mixing isn't about us all finding one medium that we all agree on. It's about we're allowed (coughs) to have, as as we touched upon earlier, we're allowed to have friends that we don't agree with everything on. And and we've lost that in society now. It's like, well, they don't agree, so they're a racist or they're a scumbag. And and pass the label. And equally, as you're saying, uh, you can have Muslims or or Indian, let's have Pakistanis, let's, let's say that, that you take. A bit, their, a bit of their um their 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 cooking from their their herbs and their stuff. You don't have to go to their religion. You can oh, go. Oh, oh, this is that, cool. That's appropriation, mate. You can't do that. Yeah, yeah. If you can't again, take a little bit. You that's need, uh... kind of her point: is that that we can all interact and engage. And I, I've I've mentioned this a few times on the podcast, possibly on possibly possibly on podcasts that haven't come out yet. But uh, when I was in New York, it was a real interesting moment of. I started in an area that felt like I was walking along in a Nas video. <laughs> Maybe because I was listening to Nas. Um, <laughs> what? what? Hey. City. I walked in a Nas But then, but then I walked onto an area that felt like there was a Nas video. No, I felt like as in. I felt like as in a Jay Z video. Was it a Matashahu video? Fifty Cent. And then I felt like I was in a Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's video, because you get to fucking... Oh, mate, don't... Williams don't, don't culture approach white, white people. Yeah, yeah, well, that's, that's what racist. was cool. It was beautiful to see these areas that... The, the section in New York... And when I had Jean Graham, we talked about it, because she's brought up in that area and knows it well. There's an area of New York that is fucking vehemently Jewish, and beautifully so, yet they live literally a street from... A Williamsburg yeah. that's proper hipster and fucking Brooklyn that is proper Nas and that's a beautiful thing that they oh, live in streets within each other and it's it's beautiful. There's no conflict. Oh, my, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know if there's huge conflict, but there's no there was no visible conflict. Obvious. There. People visual. could go from place to place and it take their bits uh, and go back Israel, to where they live. It wasn't a feeling of we need to all find a happy medium and all live in that. It's like, no, we can live in our bit here and we can go and go, fucking cool, look at these white people. I don't I don't like the saying, it is what it is, right? I, I find that a very quick way to um, smooth over anything. Mm-hmm. As right? a middle-class but, white male, though, you would feel that. Yeah. Totally, right. from Basildon, yeah. who still, <laughs> as a middle-class white male, mm. it is what it is, isn't a cool thing. But at the same time, now I'm drunk. The point I was going to say, <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, what is the word? What I don't know, mate. Shall we go on to a few other... I mean, we're on... Yes, let's go. Yeah, we might have to make it long. How badly do you want to get home to your family, Jim? Not particularly. Oh, not my family. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't want to get home. I mean, he's not bothered. Yeah. So I can't get Uber if I have to. And let's talk about Jimmy. <laughs> and choosing that draw quickly, because if worse comes to worse, my mum will give Jimmy a lift home. <laughs> so, so the number one episode... I'm so high-fiving that. Yep, a number one episode has been at the Mania Roundtable. Yes, which I would expect. Which is Mania, it's classic. N- n- number two was the Royal Rumble Roundtable, which I believe Mr Havoc was on. You were on that one. I don't remember to <laughs> You were still drunk you, the night before. Are you, are you, are oh, I was. Yeah, you I was wasted. You, you told me a great story about Jinder, who I'm a big fan of, off record, which we won't go into I'm now. Not it was on one. We won't go into that now because Jimmy's here sober. Uh, Jimmy's <laughs> here sober to keep Jimmy off um, well, being sober. I would never be that drunk. I would ever tell that. Good, but it is for the record an amazing. It's a hell of a fucking story. Chris is just going to sneeze throughout this because he's not involved in it. <laughs> so Episode the next three. Uh, number three was the live at Super Strong Style 16 which I think is a fucking underrated you were on well, that yeah. but you were on that and you also talked to Pete <laughs> and to Pete um, you definitely talked to Marty uh, sorry talked to Marty we, we had various people on um, including all of all of British Strong Style in the audience just disrupting it oh yeah yeah, yeah while I was talking oh of yeah. course yeah and that was uh, the episode that that, that uh, Tony yeah, Storm was on yeah. who not in the embarrassment. I was like, she's fucking great. She and, and literally, my my question was, you're well good. <laughs> how, so she how, told the story. How, how are you well good? She told the story about these... <laughs> That's fucking rubbish. I lost it. She told the story about these Cinderella tournaments in, in Japan, which Japan, is nuts. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, it's the, it's the first time that... Because I've been saying to Jimmy for ages, if you ever do like a spoken word thing, you need to be telling the, the, uh, the taxi story. And you did tell the taxi story it's in done. detail on that. Nailed. So, yeah. So, uh, number four uh, was a Pastor William Eva, which is which will mean a lot to you because I know that was an episode. It's that my favorite. It's one of my favorite things I've ever done because I'd look forward to doing it for ages, and I'm not going to go and listen to it. I'm not going to spoil it. So, um, just a little behind the curtains. The so Pastor William Eva, uh, you and me and Chris have watched a lot of times. He's been great. There was yeah. a, a progress where Chris couldn't make it, and no one else could make it, and I thought. It was easy to blow out. And again, yeah. similar to you, Jim, I'm not the most social person. Mm. And I chose on that one. I was like, oh, fuck it. It was after a Lizards. I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll go. And it was one of my highlights of the year because mm. him winning the belt was just unexpected and just the outpouring of emotion was overwhelming. I thought it was shit. But... Yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I get you. Um, well, it was amazing. It was overwhelming. and But his story is a huge... Story. That he's, moment he's, means he's, a lot more if you listen to the podcast. Yeah, it? he's no, been... Don't, don't listen to it. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Fuck but him. he's been to prison, he's had a rough life, mm. and he's turned it all around with wrestling, which yep. is fucking great. And I enjoyed the podcast because right. it wasn't focused purely on that. It no. got to that, mm. but it wasn't focused purely on that. It no. felt like it was a push it along. Go on, Jimmy. The, the, they don't advertise or whatever, but um, he, Pastor William Eva and Ginny, they're a couple, they're together. Yeah. And really? Which most people are aware of in, in no wrestling. Well, yeah, yeah, but like they're, they're both my trainees. Ginny, incidentally, is my pick for female non 
non WWE. She's, she's, she's the best tranny. Her Ginny Havoc transition yeah. is fucking mind blowing. I know. Both of them. I'm very proud of both of them. 100. percent Well, when Ginny came out for the hardcore match at the last London chapter, she wore your mask. That wasn't just uh, that wasn't just. Oh, this is a cool visual. I know that she did that because you training her means. No, she fucking stole the mask. Just, just, and also she stole the mask. Personality is dope, man. And just to give again, there's a lot of people who be listening who aren't into wrestling, but the I can't remember the particular event. I give Martin so much shit every fucking time I ever see him, but he's done really fucking well. Yeah. But everything that's happened to him, I'm really fucking proud of him and Ginny. I think they're both. The thing with Ginny is like... that it's again, people who aren't into wrestling, that's fine. But when Ginny finally faced a Laura de Mateo, mm. them walking down got one of the most emotional reactions I've felt from a crowd, and them just staring at each other. It's not this, oh, they're doing flips or they're going through tables or they're doing it's this. the emotion. Them staring at each other. It's storytelling, yeah. man. And it was, it was genuinely, it blew me away. It's why I think she's one of the best in the game. Gen- and the fact that uh, we had her on the first Tuesday night draw. Yes. And she has refused to say hello to me or hug me at any event. <laughs> unless we're backstage because she's a heel. Yeah. So she's every progress great. event, she's I'm there. Like, and she's always like, I'll talk to you in a bit. But when, she won't be nice in front of the crowd. When Jimmy, when Jimmy was a heel, we, I remember me and you going to Raw that time. We went to Raw at the O2. And people were coming up to us and going, can we have a photo taken with you or whatever? And I was being nice to him and he was telling people to fuck no, off. fuck off. But you've got to, right? Because you can't break that... Fucking facade. Ginny is wonderful, but Ginny is also accidentally the funniest human being in the history of time. Stu, um, your mate met Jimmy Havoc at, in recent weeks, right? Mm-hmm. And what was his story? Um, this is Jimmy text. the Hill. I've got a text. Um, my, my knowledge of wrestling is quite minimal. Yeah. But um, I've got a friend who's got a kind of little podcast, like video thing, and he's obsessed with wrestling. Absolutely obsessed. Yeah. He blew his mind I was speaking to you guys tonight. And... Um, and we'd mentioned top five sandwiches, and my mate Sam said... I told him to have a shit sandwich. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy with that. Right. <laughs> exactly. He so asked Jimmy like... his top five sandwiches, and Jimmy right, said, no. shit sandwich, and walked right, off. No, 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 here's the thing. <laughs> I, I was trying to shit. He goes... Was this like, yesterday? It was, yeah, yesterday. Yeah. He goes... <laughs> I do this thing, like, I, I asked wrestlers... He, he bought, like... I don't know if he paid for <laughs> Like, it was like... I do this thing when I ask wrestlers what their favourite sandwich is. And he goes, will you do it? I went, yeah, I'll do it if you pay me a tenner. <laughs> <laughs> Always working. So he gives me a tenner. He goes, Jimmy Havoc, what's your favourite sandwich? And I go, my favourite sandwich is this shit sandwich I'm going to feed you when you fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> That's my point. After I got the tenner. Good man. Top five. So gold. Ginny is accidentally the most he was, amusing human being in the world. Oh, he's a blinder. It was really cool. Um, yeah, it was cool. And... So there was a time when, I think it might have been you that convinced her that dinosaurs were still alive or something like that backstage. I forget. I'm serious. But also, I know what, sorry, I've got, I said his name was Sam Marshall. That's your friend, isn't it? It's my mate, Sam God, Marshall. sorry, it's Ollie's brother. It's Sam Hookins. Um, Ollie from Death of Guitar Fire. Right, okay. Correct. Sorry, Sam. So, um, but the other thing is, Ginny tweeted this year. A couple of days ago, she tweeted about how proud she was to have been to so many countries this year. Oh, really? And, and she's, the first and, ever, and, and she's the first ever... A We're in wrestling the Ivory Coast. Yeah, but she, 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 she thought the, she thought the coast. She thought the flag of Ireland was the flag of Ivory Coast, and Brilliant. it took Jordan <laughs> Devlin, an Irish wrestler, pointing out, going, "Didn't realise you've been to the Ivory Coast," and and fucking brilliant. Oh, she does it. stuff like that all the time, and it's great. So, what was my fifth one? I mean, we'll skim over this, but the fifth one was some cunt called Jimmy Havoc. 
Seriously? Yeah, yeah. that's the high five. And also, you were the middle of the year because it was right. It was yeah, right it was around the time of tournament. It was June, death. that was. June. It's a really popular one, but it was great because you talked about your time off and your depression and 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 how hard it was in that time. And I, that's why I think I, I didn't think it'd be that popular in the year because yeah. it was so early on in the year. I didn't think anyone actually. Also, as well, we built up to it for ages because for for like two years we weren't allowed to talk to each other. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so it took us ages to actually build up to it. Um, so oh, it's awesome. Though. Stu, oh, that's pretty cool. That's the yeah. fifth. Stu, oh, I need a wee. So I was thinking about. Uh, literally, can you yeah, go was... through the top five? I've said why it's drugs, as I'm on most of them. It's a bit awkward for me sure to go. <laughs> Not Chris. Jace? He's been pointing a Nerf gun at me for about half an hour. A so little bit. Intimidated. Yeah, just I'm going to go to the toilet. Uh, okay. Do, do, I, so, do I give my input on this? While yeah, go on. Okay, cool. Let's, let's... So the, the top one was... was there's cognitive enhancers, which is one that I'm not. Don't right. do it. I'll no, blow your brains out. And, and no, it, then it's a fascinating one for me because I've taken alpha no, brain do, yeah. and I've taken stuff like that. So, <laughs> no, I'm not Stu, sure go ahead. Um, right. Um, top five. Um, say why to drugs uh, it, this year. So, it, 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 keep touching it, mate, because it will lock, and I'm not willing to give my okay. pass. Pass. No worries. On right. So, I'm It's famous as fuck. So number five. So number five was e-cigarettes. Oh, I'm really pleased wow. about that. Because uh, that was one... So I'm running an experiment at the moment where I'm trying to recruit people who've used e-cigarettes but have never smoked. And it's really, really difficult to find those people. So the podcast was partly about... Because we did one on nicotine or tobacco. And so that was sort of covered a lot of the same issues. Because obviously e-cigarettes, nicotine, it's kind of the same kind of thing. But it was partly used to try and get to these people who might use e-cigarettes but don't smoke. And we just... I know how many people have listened to that episode because I, I can see the stats. See the stats. And it's a lot. No, and we're still just not being able to find participants, which all this sort of hyperbole in the media that e-cigarettes are a gateway into smoking, it's like it really doesn't seem like that's the case because... Well, if they are, they're still not willing to be in our experiments yeah, anyway. so you can't really study it because none's coming forward yeah exactly what are your gut feelings on it then so, on e-cigarettes yeah. I mean the evidence so far is really kind of it's really strong that they're just they're not safe because nothing is safe like we all do things every day yeah, that aren't not safe. safe exactly but I'm in having a really nice wank exactly <laughs> apparently, apparently that's not safe it, but in comparison to cigarettes <laughs> they are far far safer. safer far far less dangerous yeah Okay. Then drop myself in my head. So, then dropping yourself in my head. And at number four... I've passed the time somehow, though. Number four was hangovers. Oh, I'm really pleased about that as well. I have no idea what that is about. It's the science of hangovers. Uh, <laughs> but you can only get a hangover if you stop drinking. <laughs> exactly. That is... Yeah, but... No, so, really, so what about when, though, you, when so you do that, that solution kind of thing where... If you start drinking sort of lunchtime and you get like sort of four o'clock and you start getting thick-headed and that, that's, yeah. that's a, that's a um, hangover, right? Well, if you've stopped drinking, I mean, the problem is <laughs> there's so much work on alcohol intoxication, but there's actually hardly any research into hangovers. And so basically my friend Sally came up, so I've just moved, I moved to Liverpool a year ago. And How was that for you? I, I love it so much. It's cool. such a great city. But uh, my friend Sally came Shut to visit up. me. <laughs> Do you hate it? No, I love it. 
Uh, my friend Sally, who I used to work with in Bristol, she came up to visit me and uh, I, I sort of said to her, oh, you're here. And then in the morning when she woke up, I'd like turn my lounge into, I put like duvets, hung them all over the walls and stuff. I was like, do you fancy doing a podcast about hangovers? And sort of forced her into it um, before she could say no. And it's, I, I think it's really, really interesting. So you just recorded it with her bent up the next morning? Yeah, she came to visit me, and then in the morning when she woke up, I was like, come with me, sit down. Right, talk to me about hangovers. Because <laughs> she that's what she does. Like, She wrote me a blog, so I, when I, well, I still write for The Guardian, and um, she does research into alcohol, so I said, oh, could you do a blog about hangovers just for Christmas? And it was really, really popular, and she looked into the science of like all these hangover sort of cures that people suggest, and what is the actual evidence for them, and basically there's no evidence for any of them. I, the I, only I, I way... I love that element of it, the fact that there was so much that was just, oh, here's a... Yeah. Nice I, I am bullshit. willing to sort of as like a control subject <laughs> for this sort of thing, because I don't think there's enough research for <clears throat> people who do just drink on the off all the time. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm happy. Like the thing with Brill, right. The thing with Jimmy <laughs> is there's a lot of hangovers. There's also a lot of hangovers where I have to work whilst hangover. Well, this is so. This is the thing. Like there's so, there's so much work <laughs> into intoxication effects and what happens. But actually, because it's really difficult to get people to come into a lab when they're hungover. I'm more than happy when you're really. They're hungover, very brightly lit. Yeah, exactly. When you're really hungover. You just cancel, don't no, you? No, just no, no. Fried chicken. Right, here we go. I do fuck all else. <laughs> <laughs> Drink and wrestle. Yeah, basically, that's what I do. <laughs> I'm more, I would love to be a, 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 a research subject all right. where I could help other people to be able to get drunk. <laughs> and, 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 and in a safer like, manner and I like, disguise it for other people so, yeah that's yeah. Jimmy the enable havoc guys can we a number, say what the fuck is John saying what have you learned and what do you want to pull us up on buddy because we have ignored you for too long tonight what do you want to pull us up on and what fact checks have I'm you got? I haven't got many fact checks I tried to find out when Dartford Crossing <laughs> promised that they oh, were doing the the I couldn't find it I couldn't find any evidence that they said that. Shit, they definitely did. Pip's lying, man. Pip's lying. Well, I can't find any evidence. I don't even want to bring that up again or could be derailed for such amount of time again. From the vague research (laughs) I did, it sounds like they've made their money back there. Yeah, they've definitely made the money back. So, I mean, a number three on your list, which really pleases me, is sugars. Yeah. Which is great. And also it pleased me because that was fucking seamless. For me coming back from the toilet. Well, good. It so was real. Also, it's the only thing I'm still addicted to. Well, sh- well, well sugar is a crazy one and it's the most dangerous one. Mm. And I remember hearing, I can't remember a witch scientist, which makes it a pointless fact, um, <laughs> and saying that if sugar came out as a new drug, it'd be banned fucking across the board today because it's no. so damaging to us as humans. And it was interesting that sugars and alcohol were kind of the two episodes of Say Why to Drugs that were the most... We couldn't find any... And it, it hurt me, because cocaine is a drug I'm massively against. And there was a lot that we were in there like, yeah, it's kind of exaggerated, or this and that. Obviously, go and listen to the episode. But sh- mm. as sugars and alcohol were the two that had the least redeeming features, let's say. But sugar is essential to humans. Like, without oh, sugar... Natural sugars and so on and so forth is... Yeah, but so is cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> as if you work in the fashion industry. Yeah, <laughs> 
Oh! Hey, former colleagues. Fuck you all. Take that, Louis Vuitton. Uh, You said that earlier. A quick derailment. What sort of fashion? I'm from Leicester. I used to work for Next, like half the people who live in Leicestershire used to do. Yeah, even so, man. And a a little bit of underwear nobbling. Nobbling. I'm so drunk. Underwear (laughs) nobbling. I've never done underwear nobbling. Underwear nobbling. The Christmas Never, episode no of Bob Ted was on recently. And, uh, so, oh as we're God, almost at the, the hour mark, <laughs> the, the last three were sugar, DMT, and cognitive enhancers. Yeah. And DMT was Don't one that was coke. a big one that we were discussing because it's it's a fascinating one, man. It's yeah. become the, the hip drug. Uh, hip, hip drug. Fucking hell. <laughs> um, ayahuasca and yeah. all these different approaches to it. It's what... We've touched upon about a potential a documentary in the future. Is DMT is one that I don't know. I don't want to refer to it as a hipster drug, but it's become very cool for enlightenment and going out and it's generally really quite people have to have a little bit of money. DMT, no, it's so ayahuasca is like that's the one that Matt Seidel did. Yeah, he talks about it on Cole Cabana's podcast, and Simon Amstel talks about it with Simon Amstel talks about. About it with Buxton and with Mark Maron, I think. Oh, right, and, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and Dan Hardy talks about it with Joe Rogan. So it's a really kind of hip one. And, and what me, not that it will probably ever happen, but what me and Susie talked about on that particular episode, which you can go and listen to on the Distraction Piece Network for free. Marketing. Is, is whether or not. <laughs> subtle. It's very subtle. It's very subtle. It's very subtle. Yeah. It's like subliminal. And we talk a lot about set. And what's the other setting. one? Setting. Set and setting. I will, see, I wanted to bring this up about an hour and a half ago when Go you ahead. guys were talking about taking acid. Sorry, saying, carry on. Saying Sorry. that you... I, I've not. I've never... I've yeah, never but what you're saying about, like, fearing it, that is the best reason not to do it. Because 100%. how you expect it to be is going to have a huge influence yeah. on how it yeah, is. That's what it's all in so your head, right? It's all me, in your right? head. You're yeah. If you think you're not going to enjoy it, you're probably not going yeah. to enjoy yeah. it. So and it's just not Let's all stop talking over okay, each okay, other. Okay, so let me talk then. No, uh, shut up. Did you first? Thank you. He just decides to do all the fucking time in me. I can't believe he's not put his dick away yet. I know. Did you see when Bruce Parry done it? Bruce Parry, fuck. It's fucking amazing. He went out and he and he done it with a tribe in the in a kind of. Oh, it's going to be ayahuasca. It was. It was. It was. It was, yeah. it was. And it was. It was fucking amazing. And he was talking about his fears of his kind of concerns and that mm-hmm. being exaggerated and, and all of his and what you said earlier about having a vivid imagination, which is exactly why I've never done hallucinations. Yeah. Exactly what you said. Yeah. Like I know it will enhance my my fears because the the. Uh, the thing that me and Susie discussed on the podcast that has developed into we're looking into it in a, into a documentary now is the difference between a mushrooms, which is a natural thing, LSD, which is not natural, but again, what the, f- well, the fuck is natural? from natural. Yeah, and, and ayahuasca. And my argument has always been that all the people I hear about talking about ayahuasca is they've done it in a jungle, yeah. in a tribal situation. It's very Setting. spiritual. Right, for me, that'll make it even worse. 100%. It's the setting that changes it. If I was in my bedroom... It'd be so much better. If I was in my bedroom, it'd be fine. (laughs) If I was in the fucking jungle, it'd be better. But that's the beauty of it. I'd be fucked. It's done as a spiritual thing, as this awakening. And and the thing that we we have discussed about the interestingness of... I'm really good at that. The interestingness of of a test would be to do mushrooms, acid and ayahuasca 
Hard to say in a drunk state. I can only um, hear that garage song that just keeps going, I a napper. DJ Luck and MC Nick. Is doing... <laughs> Yeah, right. I was never going to get it's, mentioned today. I like, I like, I like it. It's doing all of them in a controlled situation. Because what we discussed was the fact state. is, <laughs> genuinely, you, you're doing acid in some random situation because you bought it. You're doing mushrooms in Amsterdam or wherever else, and you're doing ayahuasca in a jungle. So how much is is effect, affected yeah. Yeah, by, by, your, by where you are? And lo- loads of it will be. These two drunks and have then, got the, the giggles. These two so, completely sober and... Yeah, completely sober and drunk. We've never done hallucinogenics. Um, but but no, it's a fascinating one for me. Because chemically they're so similar, all three of those. If, and, if The thing that fascinates me is exactly that. Is Because when we were... The reason it came about is we would discuss it and you were saying the only way to do a test would be to do it with someone who is not currently under the influence... But has done it in the past, yeah. and I used to do acid and mushrooms, and I've not done any in ten years. So it, I, I found it fascinating. Is if we did it in a consult, controlled situation, and when I was talking to documentary, they were saying potentially <coughs> having another person in the room may help it. So I, I, I spoke about oh, Chris because we used to do acid back in the day. You turned into a fox. Fact, no, a badger. Sorry, sorry. I want to say it was James Green that turned into a fox. No, I was a sexy badger. <laughs> you turned into a sexy badger. And again... I'm sorry, all I'm hearing is ayahuasca, right? Ayahuasca, ayahuasca, ayahuasca. I did not buy That's all I'm hearing. And again, it's, it's a fascinating Hollow experiment. Hollow with a rinse and sound. Hollow with a rinse and sound. Hollow with a rinse Hollow with a rinse and sound. Hollow with a rinse and sound. It's the seriousness on. here that we're, again, I think it's a genuine interesting all we're laughing about experiment. Is you that, saying, no, 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 it sounds like I am That's all we're pissing ourselves about. But I, I think it's an interesting experiment that if it was done in a controlled situation, so again, that's the, t- the thing that's tough is the times I've done mushrooms, there's giggles. The times I've done mushrooms, it's been in Amsterdam. Strolling the streets, Ugh. Amsterdam opens itself to drug use. Don't, don't shoot me, Chris. What? Thing with acid is me and Chris have been in my living room at, m- at my mum's house <laughs> back in the crazy day. Crazy Don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, Don't tell anyone. My mum was the best. Was I used to say, "Look, look, I've got some friends over. Can you go away for the weekend?" Did you fuck off? And we just get <laughs> fucked up on acid. She's the best. <laughs> she is genuinely the best. She's the best. Don't. Say it like that in what? that tone. Chris. No, you're always good. I don't like the tone. She's in which the best. I don't like the like... tone in which you're saying that about my mum. Well, he's not saying that he's fucked your mum. I think like... he's implying it with the tone. <laughs> no, it's not. I think the tone heavily implies it. I or... think. I think you're thinking that. Yeah. You think something about your mum. I think that since he's highlighted the the footprints on my mum's window in the back <laughs> seat, I've been looking at his shoes. Is what I'm saying. Is what's, what's going on here. <laughs> What size are his feet? She is the best. <laughs> See, the way he says that is aggressive, if nothing else. Anyway, that's what we discussed. And Cognitive Enhancers is the most Cognitive Enhancers is one that I wasn't on. Uh, yeah. And to yeah. be honest, mm. I've not listened to it yet. There's, <gasps> this is a good there's one. two in the top five of Stop and Search I've not got around to listen to. There's one in the top five of Hardcore Listen. I try my best. Yeah, yeah. I'm a busy man. So, and sometimes, if I can't come to it, you know, it ain't getting at the top of my I list. I can't come. And, and, and cognitive <laughs> answers. Um, so, so, this is the, I'm really pleased with this episode. So, yeah. it's with a colleague of mine at Liverpool, 
Carl Roberts. And in fact, we're about to record another podcast. Was it a two-parter? No, it's just one part. It's two-parter. Um, but we're, we're doing a live Say Why to Drugs uh, next month with some of the undergrads from the psychology degree at University of Liverpool. Where, where at, um, Susie? Liverpool, at, at the University Liverpool. of Liverpool. Did you say that? You? <laughs> it's a long way away from where we live. Where about, Susie? <laughs> 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 I'm going to do a spin kick on you. <laughs> I want, I want my oh, gun back. I'm going to your arm, bitch. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Susie. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but the Cognitive Science <coughs> episode, it's really good. Um, Susie, where about today? <laughs> 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 yeah. I, that's enough about that problem. It's, 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 it's a joke, Susie. He's, he's it's, being rude. I'm joking. He's being rude, is no, he? I'm joking. He's being rude to it's me. Like, he drops his nerf gun if you're saying we're doing it. I'm joking, but it's an important episode. Episode. It's an important episode because <laughs> on it, on it. <laughs> so no, but on I'm going to do a new on episode it. with you because I think that's going to be really, really good. Because on it have previously sponsored the podcast, but we were Alpha Brain about... and other things. Which well, fuck Alpha Brain, which is no, I took them and I felt they helped me with the performance in the in the the you will see me video. Where I had to wrap my own lyrics backwards to make it lip sync. Were you taking anything else on that day? I wasn't taking anything else on that day. But again, I can't say for certain because that's a s- specific situation that I've never done before. It's hard to gauge it. In my mind, I was like, fucking hell, Alpha Brain's great. Doesn't Alex Jones support Alpha Brain as well? No, no, he's got his own. <laughs> yeah, but that is own. a brilliant advert. He's got his own. That's. Um... But that. Yeah, Rogan it's called like. Oh, Rogan owns it. Crazy. A Rogan is one of the Rainforce. A Rogan is one of the shareholders. Was Shut the fuck up, Jimmy. <laughs> or I'm going to make. I'm going to make you put me through no, a table. Boo, Captain Moo. He's got a mallet. Oh, well, he had it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But no, yeah, sorry. So Rogan is one of the owners of On It. Yeah. And they promote the podcast. And he always speaks. Frequently of how it's a double a blind test and all this, but I don't. All I hear is that I don't do the research to check up on it. That's why the cognitive enhancers one is fascinating to me. Yeah, but we didn't actually talk about nootropics on that one. It was more about modafinil and ritalin in particular. So I think there's 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 an episode about nootropics (laughs) that we need to do. So what are nootropics? I'm down for it because so I've taken because them in the past. I don't really and I think that'll make it. But equally, I'm on this, this review. I've taken them, but I've never been for certain if they're if they've had an effect. Because the fingers I've taken them to help are things I've done once. Yeah. So I don't know if I would have. What been, are they? They're meant what? to be a, a cognitive enhancers in that they help <laughs> your. Shut up, Chris. I said do that. With them I said right cognitive enhancers beautifully. What? Not cognitive. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, I'll be the judge of that. So mate. What, what was the kind of st- what, what, what was your sort of? What did you discuss when you got to Ritalin? Well, so part of it is what do we actually know about these drugs? So they're all used. So modafinil is a um, epilepsy medication, and Ritalin is an ADHD. And daffodil. Yeah, and daffodil. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, but these are yeah, being used by, for example, university undergrads <laughs> to help them revise and that kind of thing. But actually, we don't really know. Like, it's like antidepressants. If you're already at a sort of level 
kind of mood. Antidepressants aren't going to make you happy. They bring you out of a low mood. And so it's kind of the same with these drugs, is that they're really useful for people who are... Struggling, or, or, but if you're right like, if you're already at That's a certain level, test. are they going to actually push you any higher? Or, or, we just don't know. But Susie, and the episode that we did on caffeine, yeah, prime example. Well, caffeine brings you back caffeine. to the level that you would have been at if you'd never right. had caffeine. Yeah. If you weren't in caffeine withdrawals, yeah. I've, I've got a control group we can use on this, right? All right. There's a wrestling promoter. Are you going to slander anyone? Yes, yes he is. massively. Just yes. quickly. So, shall we hold off on that? No, hold fuck off on him. Hold off on it. Care. Hold off on it for your own sake. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm going to end the episode here. We'll distract you with that. Um, who's up for another episode? Are you Double guys up, up for another episode? Yeah, I'm but, up for another but, episode. So, Jim might have to leave. With Jimmy or without? If I can get a time, if he's I without, we'll cover you, brother. We'll man. cover you. My yeah, my I've mother is a those, saint. Those, Jason. Did she drop me a wolfist? <laughs> Possibly. Can't, we can't always keep on podcast. Get what you want. Shall we do one more? We Even if it's a short one, let's do one more. I definitely can. Or extend this one for a bit. I think I we mean, should really throw some fucking kamikaze do, conversation right. balls. If I'm a kamikaze pro, we can throw into this, <laughs> can't we? If I right, it's half ten. Right. I'll do another half hour if we just keep this one going for another half hour. Then this one going for half hour. That's Susie. Right. So I can I can slander. <coughs> no, you can't slander. You can't slander anyone. Susie, I'll, I'll need to stop you doing that. I need to tell you your own legal bills. I'm listening. No, I'm in love. No, with what? <laughs> <laughs> when, oh me! I thought you'd never when, say it. When you shut up, you two, we're having a conversation. No, that's when, not very nice. When you were on hardcore listing, I was buzzing, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. What's going on? Sorry. What's Jason doing? He's sending drinks on the side. All right, Susie. Hello. While they're pouring drinks, when you were on hardcore listing, um, I was screaming in my car. Did you were speaking? Why are you screaming in your car, mate? I just get How very stressed. <laughs> I'm a very angry man. So, when you were on Hardcore Listen, you spoke about Brass Eye. Yeah. Huh? I and love sp- Brass Eye. Which obviously isn't BBC. Stay out of it, Jimmy! Sorry! Or if you're going to stay in it, go in there and microphone. <laughs> um, <laughs> you talked about... <laughs> <laughs> I'm having the best time. <laughs> you talked about Brass Eye. I did. And you spoke about the... MP that brought up cake yeah. as a drug in Parliament. Yeah. And I was I was screaming sorry, at the fucking mic that it was the fucking MP of Basildon. Yeah, it was. <laughs> where Chris lives. Yeah. And I was just screwing because he was he he's the one that spoke about it on the episode. And yeah, he brought it up. He he was then mm. um on the 2015 committee to debate the government's <laughs> new policy on drug. On, 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 on drug legal... Am I, 2015? 2015. Yeah. It's about 2007, is... mate. So yeah, no, but... After but... he got exposed for that. After he was yeah. on brass yeah. side talking ten, about saying... Ten, ten years cake later... Is a made-up drug. Literally made up drug. saying the words cake is a made-up drug. He was on the board that decided on drug policy yeah. in 2015 for the government. Fuck me. And I was... I was, I was listening to that podcast because that's a great podcast. Susie oh. on Hardcore Listing... It's talking about your top five BBC comedies. There's Vic Reeves and Mortimer. There's Partridge. There's Brass Eye. I want to do my breathalyzer again. So I want to see right. what my... my... <laughs> Jimmy wants to check his breathalyzer. <laughs> but yeah. I don't think you can drive, Jim. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to... It's I'm worth a try, though, isn't it, mate? It's worth a try. Uh, but how mental was that? That 
He was on that, literally on the TV show, yeah, saying Cake is no mega drugs. The other and then <laughs> he was on the 2015 committee to debate the government's drug policy. It's fucking yeah. scary. It's How troublesome is, scary. is that? It's very troublesome, and it's really a sort of... Jimmy's taking a test. Another thing that's yeah. troublesome is how drunk Jimmy Havoc yeah. is. No, and I was pretending that that was a big how drunk. Of my expletives. It's madness, though, right? It's madness, and and uh, and that was again that was was one of my favourite episodes, but partly because I'm a fan of everything you talked about. Yeah, I'm not as into Reeves and Mortimer as you guys no, are. I can't believe really yeah, I don't think Chris yeah. was either. No, but I think hang on. Me and Susie got partridge stuff. Yeah. Oh fuck off! And I believe there's a, a Vic and Bob Christmas special. This oh, year. there is, and, I and a new series and a Le- bang bang. And it's a three-part League of Gentlemen starting half an hour ago. Yeah, half an hour ago. Yeah, League of Gentlemen half an hour ago tonight. Yeah, oh, that, that's that's my night when I They've got the League of Gentlemen starts tonight, and then New Year inside number nine. Oh, nice, Stu. Yes. As you're in the room... Hello. Just a spoiler alert. At least three people have left the podcast. Four. I'm quite glad Chris has left. Yeah, no, he's I a fucking nightmare. hate that he's guy. He's a liability. Uh, have you got any slogan. films of the year? Or TV shows of the year? Oh, <laughs> yeah, someone's get... coming back. <laughs> yeah, um, you can actually hear out there. Baby Driver. I am... Um, before he starts shouting, right, I'll get in quickly. Um, and it took me a long time to see it. But <laughs> anyway, my favourite movie is... <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, um, not yesterday, I thought, watched um, I, Daniel Blake. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, my God. And, and I thought it was fucking incredible. Mate, it was. And, I, and I thought he was great, but I thought the girl was fucking amazing. She was absolutely amazing mm. in that. And I did a film earlier this year with him, with David Johns. Really? Um, absolutely amazing. It's, it's coming out next year. It's called Walk Like a Panther. Dave's the lead with Stephen Graham, who's also fucking amazing. Never heard of him. Yeah. But um, but again, I completely agree. <laughs> that film was amazing, and she was absolutely yeah, amazing. I've not seen a performance in a film like that since the young girl in Fish That's Tank, like... who blew my mind. Fish Tank, completely agree. Yeah. Couldn't yeah. agree more. On on the not to promote my own podcast, but on the episode the Fastbender was on distraction pieces, we talked about a fish Fuck tank. Stick. Yeah, he's in fish tank. Any course, it's amazing, isn't it? And we talked about it. And again, it's stuck <laughs> I had did you one shame. Yeah, I did mention look at the you, look at his beautiful cock. Um, I love you. I, I, I had one person say, "Oh, you just went through his fucking CV." I'm like, "Fuck that!" I can talk to Chris and Stu about our scene on these real or, quick. Or, or, <laughs> no, do you know what I mean about what's real going on quick. in politics or whatever else? But if I'm sitting down with Fastbender and I've got oh, 45 minutes, Fish Tank is amazing. Shame. And Fassbender's cock are amazing. Shame, you have to... And, 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 and hunger is amazing. So I was like, I went for his CV because I've got fucking 45 minutes to talk to this cunt and he's been in some of my favourite films of all time. So fuck you if you think I'm going to say, he's a, he's what do you four, think of the football at the weekend? Yeah. Yeah. He's had four See the game? Which one? Don't yeah. know. <laughs> he's never once brought up our naked fucking shoots, has he? Not no. once. Not once. Prick. Have you Jim. guys uh, been naked together? Yeah, all the time, mate. All the time. <laughs> I've seen, yeah, but I've seen Jimmy's remember. penis more than I would ever want. No, I'll show him again right now. <laughs> no, stop it. it. No, no, Jimmy, pop it right in there. Get him good. I don't you. trust you. I don't trust you. you Jim Smallman, can I let you know yes. that you have been one of my greatest motivations this year? 
Because numerous times on Tuesday Night Joy, you've mentioned that one photo shoot where I had abs. Yeah. And it's made me... I've seen that again. one. I think I've never shit, seen that in real fit, life. I think, I think shit like that's important. Because <coughs> the motivation to put in work when people aren't going to appreciate it is hugely important. So this last two months, I've put in more exercise and more healthy eating. Yeah. So my abs What, because you want to fuck Jim? No, no, yeah. Because <laughs> partly... Wait, I'm married, man. I'm I want to fuck Jim. <laughs> No. Fuck it. We'll bring your missus well, in as well. No. We've both got attractive no, girlfriends. No, you're not getting there before I am, mate. Um, right? <laughs> we've you're all three of us have got attractive... Let's have a fucking six-man slash woman. Um, no, but, <laughs> no, but I, I genuinely think it's important, a motivation that you're not... You, your motivations are not purely based on what the public will see. Yeah. And the fact is, I did that Why one photo shoot, and jokingly, it's come up a few times in hardcore listening, I've got abs. So it's, <clears> it's motivated me hugely. To be in better shape than I would have been, despite the fact that what, no one's going to see me saying I'm missive. Huh? Why, why are you looking like that now, though? Because it's fucking Christmas and there's no reason to look like <laughs> it. So it's fucking let's get on it. Once the summer, it. once the summer range is out again, he'll be right. he'll be doing crunches. He, here's the trick. Here's the trick. I had one really good photo shoot three years ago, <laughs> and I've been living off that for three years. Fucking a. The beauty is halfway through that story oh, I put on um, gingerbread man glasses that have gone up. It's 0.67 last time. But yeah, I genuinely Chris. think that that, that that kind of shit's important. I've talked I've talked talking I've talked to these guys Chris these the guys talking. about it before that <laughs> talking, <laughs> talking. Chris, I'm a, uh, I've talked to these guys about it before that I'm, 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 I'm not a big believer. And, and Jim, you've had a hell of a year <laughs> but of thank progress. You. You need more I'm color. not a big believer in celebration because I think that's <laughs> implying, implying that that's miniature not... Miniature heroes. Fucking... <laughs> that, that's not how it's meant to be. And the fact is if you, you celebrate, it's saying, oh, this is a one-off experience, whereas I think if you, celeb- no, if you don't celebrate, yes. it's saying... No, I'll take yeah. some. Can progress. I have some uh, Guinness ones, please, mate? Shut the fuck up, Chris! What a prick. <laughs> my point is if you're one of the three co-owners of progress and you're going to play fucking Wembley Arena next year if you try the fact that you're going well um, this is just the norm no, no, that's no, what no, counts no it's good that's good and I think this I think you should build up to right, it right. but still it's just this, it's this the norm is, this is the big thing that the owners of progress that. need to understand anyway. so, alright go on they're only, you two shut they are only getting to play Wembley Arena because of the staff and the wrestlers that they have employed, which I do say all the time. I couldn't agree more. And, I don't and think I don't think he believes that. I think he does. I, I don't think, think I don't think all of all of those three believe that. I think, I think they, they believe that they are there because of oh, Jim, John, and Glenn. Progress. Nah, we're the best things ever. Yeah. Jimmy, I I disagree. But I do think right. I, I, I do as well. Wait. I'm obviously joking. I'm You're obviously joking. He's deliberately being I'm used to it. Bring a cunt to wind them up. <laughs> but but but, but no, time, as, I as, do believe what I'm saying. As, as well. a fan, it's I can like, see your point as well. Because no, I'm not a fan. I'm a I'm no, an employee. M- me as a fan. Chris. J- Jason is oh, leaving as we speak. Oh, Hi, Jason. It's been a pleasure. No, no, I understand it. Bye, Jason. Bye, mate. So, can I be the middleman in this? Because I, I see both arm. points there. No, I know no, you're I joking, I haven't, I haven't. but I do it's also like understand that no, it looks a lot people are like, shut up, Chris! You can't have several conversations. Fucking prick! So, <laughs> so <laughs> the... the, 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 the How's going? Pretty good, mate. 
Screw me, it's your fucking awesome. I'll show oh, you a fucking. Who man. likes Hero Crest? <laughs> <laughs> I need to tell you about Hero Crest. Oh, I like that, to talk about Hero Crest. That was Crest. about to be a really awkward conversation. Now it's gone. Yeah, you saved it, mate. Let's move to that. Yeah. Right, we're gonna stop for a second. M- my mum's on her way. Um, oh, she's on her way. So, mate. I tell you, she's behave yourself. You're now gonna be a gent when you're in the car. Um, so, <laughs> Bye. see you later, John. Hello, John. Take it easy, mate. I love you, John. Oh, what's your podcast called again? <laughs> Dream Factory. Dream Factory. Chris, what's that? Tube. <laughs> so what? No. Can I have a second of everyone being so silent? Can you have a second? John. No, you can't, mate. Tron. Gone. Tron's gone. Tron's gone. John right. Tron's gone. He's nice got a big, work, long John. Nice He's a on. And like, oh, this is everyone just having private conversations. Shut up! Just, just shut up! Let's carry on now. Go. Hero Quest. Tell ya. Hero Quest. Mm-hmm. So. What bullshit is that? Wait. Sorry. Sorry, what, what's Hero Quest? Shut your oh, fucking you're mouth, you old cunt. Hero Quest. Um, so. <laughs> wow. So. Shut my finger. Chris's, Chris's challenge, right. if he doesn't cut down to, is it six drinks in a year? <laughs> yeah. I no, no, no. I six, six apocalypse drinks in a year. You know, when you, you know when you... Burn the house down. I can only do that six times. So, hardcore listening, they've made an episode end of the year where they're talking about Chris is now blowing the fucking Jimmy's penis, which makes that noise. And Jimmy is barely reacted. That is a testament to his missus because uh-huh. Chris is, is, is very really good at yeah. It's, it's fucking Chris is a fucking golden blower. Am I still winning? Um, All I care about is if I'm winning. Anyway, it's not winning, Jimmy. It's losing. You've you've made a very bad mistake. Um, <laughs> Chris, so on Hardcore Listing Podcast, they've made a deal that if Chris, Chris's New Year's a, a resolution is to have six blowouts in the year. Mm. If he fails, Stu has to do a podcast with him playing what? Blood Bowl or Hero Quest? Well, anything that's done oh, that and dragged I could give you six blowouts in the first fucking week. <laughs> I know, but Stu don't want to do anything Dungeons & Dragons related. Let me tell you I'm something. I'm not going to do Dungeons & Dragons. What are you talking about? Uh, uh, let me tell you something. So, so just Jimmy, you've missed this part. You're, you're missing the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, ch- the forfeit, right. if Chris fails, is Stu... Is that your name? Yes. Stu if, if, <laughs> has to do a that's... podcast... Basically, either Warhammer or Blood Bowl, right. which is nerdy fucking a Games Workshop shit. Well, what, yeah. what, 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 why is that nerdy game shit? Who the fuck out? No, I, hold on. Right, I like Warhammer. <laughs> Let me tell you something. So, <laughs> me and Chris have played are... a little bit of Blood exactly. Bowl. Exactly. Let right. me tell you something, Chris, I've not told you before. This film I did earlier in this year, this is no name dropping, but this dude who was the main guy in it, it, was in, it Tom Hardy? It wasn't Tom Hardy. <laughs> Tom Hardy being a guy from War. Tom, I'm working back up to that. Hardy. Um, is a guy who was in Game of Thrones. Oh, right? oh, Jon Snow. My homie uh, Eugene, who was the Eugene. guy who had the cross, the, the circle on his yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That caused yeah, all the yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah, the yeah. fucked up religious shit with the Lannisters. Yeah. Um, oh, fine. So, so jo- right, so. We're sorry. having a chat. Tom Hardy. Not Tom Hardy, Eugene. <coughs> We're genuinely having a chat on set, and he goes, I'm, I'm like, oh, what are you up to after this? 
Shut up, Stu. Beer. The drunk cast. It's been nice. Stop being a dictator. Anyway, so get like the dictator. Dictator. Jesus. <laughs> so we've got a little bit of a gap on set, and he says, "I, I say to him, oh, what are you up to in the new year?'" And he says, "Look, I'm sucking." T- Potatoes off. That's what he's not, he, he definitely didn't say he's sucking potatoes off because Stu hasn't met him and Stu has a potato head. But um, he says, look, it's a bit embarrassing, but I'm a member of a Warhammer group. That's more embarrassing. Wait. <laughs> in Spitalfields. Yeah. And he's like, and we've got this whole game that's been going for months and years and we've got these characters and he was telling me the characters are amazing. And what blew my mind was people who are into Warhammer mm-hmm. are going to be into Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. And this real dude from Game of Thrones is yeah. part of their Warhammer yeah. group. Susie, stop blowing fucking breathalyzers. <laughs> I paused there for comic effects. Stop. stop telling everyone what to do. There's a famous actor that Oi. Like games workshop shit. Yes, games but the reason, the reason why, Stu, is because yeah. all the things that you think are contemporarily funny now in fantasy are only made that way because of money. There was many, many years no, where... No, um, spectrum of what I'm saying. What, okay, my, my, thought are, my thoughts are... Go on, This guy's obviously clearly famous. Yeah. Why not try having sex with, like, really pretty girls rather right. than playing Warhammer? Stu doesn't work, mate. No, I totally disagree with that. Stu, hang on. Flip tables. Flip tables, go. <laughs> Don't. I'm going to give you a... Tables. I'm going to give you a big fucking spoiler here that I shouldn't, but his girlfriend, attractive young lady. Attractive? They were in the hotel room next to me. He's doing all right. He's getting his work done. I had to listen to it numerous mornings. It was quite uncomfortable and messy. But, um, you know, he's doing the sex thing. He's rolling double sixes. He's rolling double sixes. He he, he might have a 12-sided die. (laughs) <laughs> I do not know. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to think about it. It's for kids. You're for kids. Why is it for kids though? <laughs> yeah, but explain why. It was so proud about it. If you can justify it right now, other than your pre-contexted opinion of it, I'll I'll relent. There's much better things you could be doing than like rolling what? dice and pretending to be an elk in a forest. Why? An elk? <laughs> an elk. <laughs> no one is an elk! No one is playing fantasy games where they're an elk. Oh, hey, why an elk? <laughs> Jimmy is playing fantasy games where he's an elk, but no one else is playing fantasy elk games, but Jimmy is a professional wrestler. I tell you so what. the only escape from reality is to be a fucking elk! I tell you what, Jimmy had elk. I wouldn't fuck with that guy. Have elk. Jimmy had elk. Jimmy has had elks. What? And Jimmy that have is elk. a fact. I have. I have. Someone please, someone please make a make a cartoon of Jimmy have elk. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Anyway, your point being, Stu. We. Oh, I think it's made. The, the 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 thing I'm trying to make is that it's it, I don't know what I'm trying to make. Jimmy's blowing the fucking breathalyzer for You're the fiftieth time. Bit. Of the, the yeah, test me. <coughs> he was sad that he wasn't higher. Um, We're going to end on the breathalyzer test. Where's my okay. seat? Oh, right. We're done there. here. Has anyone else got anyone anything else Where's they want to declare? I would like to see. I'm checking my notes. <laughs> we've got so much we've not covered. Has anyone got any good Christmas plans? 
And all it's fine, look, all I care about, I'm still the highest. Your highest? 1.26. Oh, that's to be expected. Anyone got any good uh, Christmas plans? Yes, I'm going to masturbate furiously and get wasted in my girlfriend's parents' house. Do you mind if I come <laughs> round? <laughs> I love parents. <laughs> Chris, Stu? Stu's got family, so that's going to be boring as fuck. Chris, any Christmas plans? I don't have family because my family abandoned me this Christmas. So it's wait, like... wait for it to be. Sorry. <laughs> Blowing it because I want it. Jim. <laughs> Chris, what's your Christmas plans? Um, I would like to molest <laughs> Susie. What's your Christmas plans? <laughs> <laughs> so my parents are coming up to Liverpool. Oh wow! So. And that's the first like you've you've moved up there this year yeah. to give context. That's your, yeah. So well, they're coming we up were to there you and you're, just so, before Christmas last year. Are you hosting Christmas? For the first time. My mum hasn't hosted, oh. hasn't not hosted Christmas for 35 years at least. What? And you are doing that shit yeah. now? Cooking the turkey. What crazy responsibility. I love it. Big it's going to be good, I think. How are you hey. doing your turkey? In the oven. Mm-hmm. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> Very few people barbecue it. <laughs> I mean, I have a barbecue. Maybe that's <laughs> it. I wish more people did. Jim, Stop being silly. Jim. Jim, you're. you're I your... find you get a mixed response on a barbecue turkey at Christmas, mate. Jim, you're you're straight edge, and you said earlier you your missus doesn't particularly celebrate Christmas. What are you doing for Christmas, mate? Uh, after Christmas, my daughter will come and visit, which is cool because um, we get a few days of hanging out with her because um, she's birthday twins with you. She um, is birthday twins with me with um, Chris Ramsey, who I agreed officially on Twitter. To have a shower with on her next birthday. A what? A shower? shower. I think it said a chateau. I don't know what. I mean, it'd be great. I'm up for either. And Stephen Gray is also birthday twins. August the 3rd. August 3rd. So the day before my sister. She's not going to have a shower. She's not part of that. I'll tell you that much. I'm going to hang out with my daughter on Christmas Day because we don't really bother with anything. Like, it's nice because it means, like, basically, for a few days over Christmas, I don't have to drive anywhere. Sweet. So from the 21st, my last gig is in Liverpool on the 21st, and then. I've not got anything until the 30th, which is unboxing, progress show, uh, and then a gig on New Year's Eve, and then nothing again for another week or so. I can't make right. unboxing. I'm gutted. I was what? talking to Glenn the other day. Mate. Did you and me, wow. Chris, I went to unboxing last year. It was great. The beautiful part was the beauty, the beauty of unboxings, they don't announce any of the, the lineup beforehand. And the beauty of Chris is he doesn't look at the announcements beforehand. <laughs> so I was like, it's exciting because no one's announcing him. He's like, I never know what's going on anyway. <laughs> yeah. I just turn up and enjoy it. I'll tell you in a bit. There's some sick Sweet. stuff. Um, I'm going to do my little... Do, do it. Do it. Because that's probably what we breathalyzer test. Right, so 11 o'clock. Are we saying... Are we, uh, we giving up now? Shut okay. the fuck up, Chris. So I'm on 126, 130. No, zero thirty. sorry. I'm over-exaggerating. I love the fact you've got five bits of cake to eat, Chris. <laughs> Chris has got five bits of cake on a serviette that he's taken out of a dish. Yeah. <laughs> he knows how to live. Oh, 0.47. Is that over the, the, the legal amount? It's over the legal is, limit. 0.48. Yeah. Share a birthday of anyone famous, Jim? Uh, Salvador Dali, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Holy fuck, what so nice. Jason Orange? Yes! Some of the darling Jason Orange. Okay, surrealist <laughs> About anyone. Right, here's what's going down. We're going to end the podcast on Chris playing the game he invented, which is 
as many questions as it takes. <laughs> <laughs> Who would like to pick a person, Jim or Susie? Susie, you pick a person. Pick a person, Susie. Can't be Jason or I've picked a person. <laughs> Chris, start asking your questions, my friend. Why? Question number one. <laughs> Can I have a drink? <laughs> yes. I want a gin. No. No, no, but above. Or nothing. You're a tough uh, master. Yeah, I am. <laughs> okay. Oh, by the way, I really enjoyed your Alex Horn episode. Thank you. Absolutely that was, great. That was great because it came at last minute. I was originally meant to have an episode. Oi, shut up. Shut up. Right. I was Question 21. Originally, I meant to have an episode about vinyl and they cancelled and the day they cancelled, Alex Horn emailed me saying, can I come on your podcast? And it's been one of the most popular episodes of the year because Taskmaster is the shit. It is. And I reckon... An episode of Taskmaster with me, Jim, Susie, Jimmy fucking Hubbard. Jim, Chris, Chris, no, no, no. And no. either Chris or Stu, I'm not fast. <laughs> right. I would love to play Taskmaster. Someone started a Twitter campaign to get me on it this week and I had to explain to them, I'm never ending up on television, guys. It's <laughs> never happening. Chris, continue your question. He's on question by asking He's asked one. Already. He's asked two already. Yeah. All right. Chris, go. What game are we playing? Ten, ten questions. <laughs> Some questions. Okay. No, no, it's 20. So right. we're question three, question three. No, you haven't really asked one. me any questions. You can't keep on, you can't <laughs> keep on resetting. <laughs> oh, Update, Stu just shot um, Chris in the face with a Nerf gun. So, are they male or female? That's not a yes-no question. Are they male or female? <laughs> 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 this is why Stu walked out. Okay, four hours away from home, and this might take another four hours. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, man. <laughs> Are they female? Yes. <laughs> Fuck me. Are they in the? Are they? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> questions. Are they? Eighteen questions. Are yes. they musicians? Yes. Female musicians. Are they there aren't any. Are they Rick male? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Believe it or not. Slow it down. Slow it down. Slow it down, girls. Are they female musicians well known uh, yeah. prior to the turning of the millennia? Yes. Are they... Which millennium? Fucking piece of shit. I hate you so much. What? Are they... Has anyone else guessed it yet? Guess what? Hello, Jimmy. He's doing too many questions, mate. I don't, by the way, have to be the only one answer. Get it. You can get it, man. You have to at least ask. Is it Bjork? Yes. Tuning in, Jim Smallman, Jimmy Havoc, Susie Gage, Jason Reed left about an hour ago, Stuart Whiffin, and Chris Glasson. Thank you and good night. Ta ta. <laughs> You've been listening to Scrooge Pit's Discretion Peace.